All right, good. Um, <clears throat> so you said you watched George Lopez. Uh, did you ever watch My Wife and Kids? Mm. It's the uh, Wayne's, um, Marlon Wayans and his his brother. Like he was like a, a family man. It was pretty much like George Lopez, but like before George Lopez. No, I don't think I ever saw it. No, that one's hell. It doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, that one was funny. I used to watch that and then George Lopez. But yeah, that George Lopez was fun, dude. And then like I got older and started watching his his comedy specials and I'm like, man, he's doing the same thing over and over and over. Well, to be honest with you, I always like so when I get bored sometimes or even on drives, I'll listen to comedy on Pandora. Yeah. And I'm a huge Gabriel Iglesias fan. I love oh, I love Fluffy. <laughs> I love Fluffy. Alright. And um Sometimes George Lopez will pop like Kevin Hart. Yeah. I love listening to Kevin Hart too. Sometimes he says some dumb, dumb stuff, and I'm just like, bro, like, yeah. skip. But George Lopez, like his old stuff, it was funny. Mm-hmm. But now, like his newer stuff, he just got like really into politics and like ah. just got super political. Like when it came to like his jokes and stuff, and I'm just like, dude, you know, like it's just not me. I'm not one that likes to talk about politics. I'm not one that likes to hear about politics because I. We all have our own opinions, and I, I respect everyone's opinions. Everyone has, you know, the First Amendment. You know, you got freedom of speech. Yeah. Talk about whatever you want, but I'm not going to sit here and listen to it, you know? So as soon as you started, like, there was one one, one com- comedy uh, show that I was listening to, and he was uh, he was talking, he was talking, and it was funny, it was funny, and then he just got into politics. Uh-oh. He started talking about this senator, and he started talking about this and this, and I'm just like, you know what, dude? I'm done listening. Like, I just skipped it. Went back to Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, that's not... That's not- that's not bad then. But yeah, like, um, fuck, what was it? There was one where I was just like annoyed of his. Oh, when he started talking about um, Donald Trump, he's like, fuck that puto. And then like, it's like he got so much like cheers out of it. It's like, oh, I got to put it on my fucking comedy now. It's like, God damn it. Like, that was like so much. Well, see, and that's another thing, you know, like as far as like, I get it. There's yeah. presidents that people don't like, you know, but... At the end of the day, you know, you may not like him, but he's still our president, you know? Like, right. But, like, like, like now, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like our president now. Yeah. But he's still our president, you know? Like, you just got to follow, you know? Even if you don't support him, you don't like him. He's still our president. Nothing we can do about it. Bottom yeah. line is, you, if you follow all that government stuff, you can't do anything about it anyway. Yeah. There's nothing you can do, so just shut the fuck up. Like, pretty, pretty I don't much. care about it. Like, dude, just... Don't bring it up when you're like at my house. Like, it's so I, annoying. I'm glad you feel the same way because at work, there's a lot of people in my job that like to talk politics, and it's oh, like, dude, God. like, yeah. you know, the first thing I always, the first thing I always said, um, back when I was a supervisor with security, the first thing I says, we don't talk politics, we don't talk about religion. You want to talk about that? Do it on your own time outside of work. Right. And uh, have, dude, one of my first days with my new department because it was during election time one of the first questions was asked are you trump or are you biden what the hell? and i'm like i'm looking at this chick i'm like dude like do i even know you like what's your name and i was like i'm sorry and she was like oh we're all discussing in here you know like who we're gonna vote for i literally got my got all my lunch got my bag got up and left nah bro like i'm even if i do tell you so you ask me that right now hey who am i, am I, am I republican or democrat it doesn't matter what i say you're either gonna agree with me or you're not you know, it's you're either gonna like me or you're not. Why am I gonna tell you and ruin, um, you know, this little report? Like at work, I don't even know this chick, and she came up to me and asked me these questions. Like, even if I said and we agreed on the same thing, this person is not gonna like who I'm, who I like. You know, like so I'm like, hey, you know, I came back and she was like, oh, why'd you leave? Like, did I offend you? And I'm like, it's not that you offended me. It's that 
why am I, I, I don't want to talk politics at work. Like, I don't know you like that. I'm, you know, like, I'm just here to work. Yeah. I'm here to pay my bills. I'm here to just do my due diligence and go home. Like, mm-hmm. you're not my friend. You're a coworker. You know, that's just bottom line. It's cool and harsh as that may sound. These things are annoying, man. And yeah. Like, my brother, one of my brothers loves to talk about that stuff. My other brother doesn't. Uh-huh. I actually went to his house yesterday and uh, he tried to bring up all that stuff. And I, I pushed it to a different... Because obviously, <clears throat> doing this, I have like a little bit more training of being like, you know, like, okay, I know how to get out of there without being, without offending him. Right. But I was like, oh, it's going there. All right, let me switch the things. And uh, thank God, because like, oh, God. And then like all vaccination and all, all the, like he's super conspiracy theory. So it's like, it's annoying when he gets going. It's like, oh shit. So I better not get, let him go. I let her get going. Cause it was crazy that you bring up the vaccination. Cause there were so many people I lost their job in my department. Yeah. And at, at Kaiser. Yeah. Just cause they didn't want to get vaccinated. And I'm just, you know, like there was one nurse that she was pulling the religion card and she was like, oh, like my religious beliefs. And I was just like, oh, like that's cool. You know, you do you, uh, that's cool. And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm not getting vaccinated. They pulled my, my card. They said that it doesn't matter if I have a religious belief. Like, I have to get vaccinated if I want to keep my job. And she was like, I'm not going to get vaccinated. I'm just going to lose my job. And I'm like, dude, like, you're making 90-something dollars an hour for eight hours a day. And you're really going to lose your job over a vac- vaccine? I get it. You got your beliefs. But if I have a family and they're telling me, hey, you're going to get fired if you don't get vaccinated... Dude, I'm doing what's best for me, what's best for my family at the end of the day, you know, yeah. like, bro, she, she was, I, I think she was like a travel nurse. She was, she was making like, a, I think $103 a day or an hour, yeah, an hour. That's crazy. And I mean, it was just like, it blew my mind, bro. Cause I get it. Like I said, you know, like how we've been saying, you got your, your own opinion, you got your own things, but it's just like, you're going to put all that in jeopardy over, over a vaccine. You know, like I get it. You got your beliefs, you got your, you know, conspiracies, whatever you got going on, but Bro, when, where are you going to find another job that pays you that much? Right. That's just my honest Especially opinion, you know. without getting vaccinated. And not just that, but doing what you love. You know, if you're a nurse, you obviously love what you're doing. You're not doing it just because, you know. You're not going to wake up and be like, fuck, I got to go nurse. You know, I got to go help people. Like, you did it for a reason. You went to school for all those years for a reason. Now you're just going to throw all that shit away or go work at another hospital for $40 less? No, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, it's weird, dude. And then, like... Their beliefs or the reasons for it are fucking weird, but I, it's whatever, man. And then they're yeah. like, it's because like, like some of them are still believing about the chip shit and like getting tracked. I'm like, dude, crazy. your phone is a fucking tracking device. It's crazy. Shit. It's crazy because it's funny that you say that because on TikTok I follow this uh I follow this girl whose dad was like a spy or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, one of her one of her like famous the thing that she got famous for was like oh asking retired spies the questions we really want answers to Mm. and one of them was uh was that you know do you believe that you're getting tracked with this new covid vaccine and he just laughed and he was like what your phone doesn't do that your watches don't do that you're getting tracked by everything that you have you know unless you have what did he say i think he said like unless you have a flip phone like an um like you know prepaid flip phone you're getting tracked no matter what and um another question that's funny that you say that was uh his laptop he was like oh like do you do you put a sticky note over your camera on your laptop you know like are you afraid of that and he was like there's nothing to be afraid of but yeah i do put a a sticky note over my my camera and i was just like because i got a laptop at home and i was just like 
some, you know, some motherfuckers saying, you know, like, but no, the, the, know, the like, thing is though, it's like, cause he's important or was important. Yeah. Nobody going to be looking at my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing to do there. Yeah. <laughs> They're tracking people that are, you know, have records or have yeah. history and be like, you know, got to keep tabs on these people. And it's like, nobody gives a shit about you. Yeah. Nobody's tracking your ass. Like chill, dude. Yeah. I just laugh Cause I'm just like, damn, you know, like, cause he's definitely got a point. Yeah. Come on, dude. You don't think people know where you're at? Your GPS is Especially the, the FBI, CIA, you know, it's like, come on. Yeah. Come on, let's be real now. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Especially, I mean, they, they already did it. Like, everybody has a phone. Everybody needs a yeah. phone. It's like, they already got you. Like, there's nothing you else you need to do. It was funny because now, now we're talking about this and I just laugh about it because remember when iPhone came out with the thumbprint idea? Mm-hmm. They got your fingerprints now. Yeah. Or now the, the face scan or whatever to open your phone. They got your face scan now. So it's like, even if they don't, can't track you or whatever you know it's like they still have all your identity you know and it's funny too it's like oh the thumbprint thing is like dude didn't when you were born you had your thumbprints tracing the your hospital like, and everything. yeah like, what are you fucking talking here oh god <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's crazy when it's when they think it's that the reason why they don't get it is that it's like what the fuck dude? yeah like, oh my goodness well it's funny because to get a job where i work which is uh you know the hospital yeah you got to go through their backgrounds you got to go through you got to get your fingerprints done. I had to get my fingerprints done. I had to go through a background check. I had to go do a, a urine test, yeah. you know, drug, drug test and everything. Yeah. And it was like, you're still doing all of that, you know? It's like, yeah. even with coaching, you know, that has nothing to do with like, I don't know. Like, well, I guess I know that does different because working with kids and everything yeah. at a school. But even with coaching, I had to go through a background check. I had to go through a drug test and everything. So, yeah, it's, I it's, mean. I don't know. It's, it's weird how they trip about it but whatever you know yeah to each its own i guess but yeah you're gonna live life like that that's stupid um this is random but do you have a food that you think that that you love but you think people were hate like hate like you're just like oh you think people think it's gross so you like try to eat it like not around people <laughs> or like a mix of um, sauce or something so i'm gonna keep it real with you yeah i really really like that cargo snails snails i really when i went to france i had them out there mm. fell in love with them dude i really really like you know what it tastes like to me and every time i tell people this because every time i tell people like snails like dude you're fucking you're sick like why would you eat a like, that's what they eat out there mm. so i was like dude you know what we're out here fuck it let's try it went to a restaurant like some traditional you know french restaurant walked in there and i was like hey man you know like as an appetizer i see you got some escargot like can i get some like what do they taste like and he's like i'll bring you the best Perfect. That's all I want to hear. Bro, I brought him out there. The texture in it, it feels like I'm just eating calamari. It's just okay. kind, of, kind of like a little bit chewy, mm-hmm. but the sauces, the flavors that it had in it, it was just amazing. It was a really, really good dish. So whenever I tell people, like, yeah, dude, I've, I've had escar, I've had snails. Like, They're like, dude, why? And it's like, they're good. I, I really do like them. Or um, just seafood in general. There, I've, there's a lot of people that I've met, just kind of grown to know that they don't like seafood. They don't like calamari. They don't like octopus. They don't like... And I'm just like, it's cool. I'll eat it. Like, it's not my go-to dish, but it's not bad. Like you said, like, you don't... Don't knock it until you try it. Because, yeah. like, most of them have... I'm, I'm guessing they haven't tried it. They just smell it. Or they just... They remember smelling that nasty fish smell. And then they just think everything tastes like that. Yep. It's like, what the... Dude, oh, how, how can or, you think that? That's so dumb. Another thing was this last trip that I went with Alan to Cancun. We had uh, grasshoppers. So oh, okay. uh, we went to this traditional Mexican restaurant at the resort. And because I've been there before, I was mm-hmm. like, hey, can I get the the guac with the, the grasshopper in it? But let me get the grasshoppers on the side. 
And I'm like, okay, yeah. So they brought him. I was like, I want him to try. I'm like, I've had them. I like them. They're just salty and crunchy. Mm. And I was, it was the funniest shit I ever watching. <laughs> I recorded his reaction. I'll show it to you right now. But watching his reaction, he was just like, like the, the look he was giving me was, you know, we all know Guap can eat, right? Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was, uh, he's put it in his mouth. You know, he's just chewing it, just chewing it, just chewing it. And you can hear the crunch mm-hmm. when, he, when he first bit it. And his face is just like smiling to like serious to like smiling like I fucking hate you. <laughs> and it was the funniest shit ever. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that that was good too. Yeah. I mean, it was good. The one thing that I don't want to try or that I'm scared to try is I don't know. I'm sure you've seen them, like Hispanics especially. They bring back the lollipops with the scorpion, scorpion. in them. I'm scared to try it. Yeah. I'm just scared to try it. Like I've had the lollipop to itself, but when it's once it starts getting to the scorpion, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, just throw the shit away. I do want to try it. Can't knock it till you try it, but I am scared. I think scorpions would be good if they're like, like like you said, the grasshopper type, where it's like, like kind of deep fried, but like you know, uh, crunchy as hell. I think mm-hmm. they'd be tasty, but kind of scary as well. Like yeah, that lollipop shit too. I've seen those too. Those are, those are good. <clears throat> they look good, but I never tried them. His face. Dude, his face is the best part about it. (laughs) I'm surprised he chewed so much. I thought he would like just try to swallow it out. No, no, I'm on it. I mean, he ate the whole thing. That's why I was kind of surprised because I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't think he was actually. But I think the fact that I was there—that's why he ate it all. Yeah. Yeah. What a trooper. Car good? Good. Yeah. Everything good. Uh, that's good. That's good. Let's do it. Alright, we're back. We're back. <clears throat> so anyway. So then you're gonna get your own little spot right there on the wall with uh feminine throbbing or what what's yeah, going that, on? You're that, get that, your little wall? That's the plan. I mean I better get my own little wall. What are you gonna put? Because I know they have those little Rinky dink pictures out there. <laughs> nah, some hey, stuff some of there. them are actually pretty good. No, right? yeah, they're good. Can't, I like them. can't diss my boy Kobe, you know. No, I do like I do like uh, Guapo's side, but Feta he needs to put some work, man. Well, let's talk about Feta for a minute, you know. Well, Just, yeah, I don't like the guy. Just plain <laughs> and simple, you know. Uh, You're there to replace him. I've never liked him. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally there to take his job. You All know? right, good. He smells. <laughs> doesn't shower you know just it is it is what it is you I think know? he eats a lot as well i don't know if you could tell i but mean I, I didn't want to say that but now that you mention it the month no <laughs> <laughs> ate all my damn pork rings on fucking sunday oh that's right mm. my kid just started eating those and he's like <laughs> oh my god they're hella good but he doesn't eat the spicy ones well uh, it's spicy to him right right uh because they're red but i'm like do you got you gotta try them they're not that spicy you know, actually, I think I remember when I was a kid, uh, they were hell spicy, but I still <laughs> ate the crap out of them. Yeah. But he eats hot Cheetos, so it's not, you yeah. know. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny that you say hot Cheetos. Uh, growing up, I I was always, uh, I never liked spicy stuff. Yeah. But my mom always said, you eat hot Cheetos, hot Cheetos are spicier than this. And I hated, absolutely <laughs> hated when she said that. Like, <laughs> it doesn't taste like hot Cheetos, it's fucking spicier, you know? Like, yeah. But, yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, but, like, the chip... 
variety of like spices yeah it, it's it's around that ballpark oh, 100%. I, I get the whole you know the, the sauces like that's different that's a different thing yeah. like, when it's hot it's hot dude it's not no hot cheeto <laughs> hot. it's a different spice but no yeah it's he doesn't like spicy things but he eats hot cheetos so it's like that's awesome little little side note and it's maybe I mean, you're gonna take offense to this but guys if the girl eats a lot of hot Cheetos, I mean a lot, like that's her thing, stay away from those girls. Oh, 100%. Stay away from the hot 100%. Cheeto girls. <laughs> those girls, they're... Nothing um, but trouble. Yeah. Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. And if they have a bag of hot Cheetos and like Jordan's on, like stay away from those women. Stay away from those. <laughs> those are like, I think one of my nieces does that too. It's like, you got to stay away from them. They're crazy, man. Yeah. Back in my day... The girls with the hot Cheetos in the hot, like like with the fingertips and the, the fucking Air Jordans, you can stay away from those, man. <laughs> Hell no, those are dangerous girls. And there's a lot of those in Stockton. Yeah, oh, Jesus, I don't know about where you live, but over here it's everywhere. No, uh, yeah, I mean, in Turlock's all main. The majority of Turlock is all Hispanic, so it's all yeah. you have. Hispanic no. eating Latinas. I know they. Um, I saw somebody. I think I'm following one of the one of these guys. He like. Actually, you know, I think I know him, know him, but this is embarrassing. But I saw one of their stories and they went to a grocery store and like they took a picture of like what they bought, which is I guess that's what you do now. Um, dude, he had mountains and mountains of hot Cheetos. Oh, hell no. On the on the on that, you know, the little thing where he's scanning like it was on top. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, oh, it's paycheck day. Like, really, dude? Buying hot yeah. oh, And you waste your paycheck on that? Yeah. It's like, all right, dude, nah. that's that's lunch, breakfast and dinner, yeah. man. That's not good. Speaking of that, like health wise too, like I'm getting older and like <clears throat> I used to, what I used to do is like, like two, three months, I would just eat whatever and just chill, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like my body wouldn't get as big as it does now. So like I did that for like two weeks, uh, two months. And I was like, oh my God, I gained so much so quickly now because of my body's like kind of like yeah. slower now. I'm like, holy crap, I can't be doing that no more. So, like, I'm going back to healthy and, and trying to avoid uh, soda or, like, Red Bulls. I'm just drinking this, um, what is this, this bubble water. So, it's, like, zero calories, zero shit. And, you know, it's good now because of my taste buds are different now because I don't drink soda as much, like, at all. Mm. So, like, drinking this, I'm like, ah, it's not that bad. But when I used to drink it, when I was drinking soda, I'm like, oh, this tastes like shit. Like, this doesn't taste like nothing. It's crap. It's funny that you say that because uh, Alan doesn't like sparkling water. Mm. And um, one time we were at Fetha's, and I, I think we were filming a podcast, and uh, I'm like 99% sure we were filming a podcast, and Fetha brought us all sparkling water, Yeah. And Alan was like, dude, what the fuck is this? Like, this is just like fake soda. And we were all just clowning on Alan, like, bro, that's such a fat thing to say, like, like <laughs> <laughs> fake soda. Like, yeah. We were just giving him a hard time, and we were just how laughing, because it's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it's supposed to be, you know? It's, you're supposed to want to drink that instead of soda, because it's a lot healthier for you. Yeah. So... It's funny that you say that. I had to bring up Guap because <laughs> of that. Because we, we were giving him a hard time. That's all funny. Yeah, and I, I, like I drink it. And every time now that I drink it, it's like I feel like, man, there's got to be. It's got to be bad for you. It's got to be bad. You for know you, which ones are really, really good. I don't know if you ever tried them. The ones from Costco, the, the sparkling water. It's like, but they give like different flavors. Like they got a strawberry kiwi one. They got okay, and it's zero calories, zero sugar, zero everything. So it's like. I'm drinking these and I'm like, nah, dude. There's there's some sort something. of sugar. There's some yeah. sort of like, what's the catch in this? Some sort of syrup or something? Nothing, dude. It's Nothing. crazy. It is insane. I'm that's the only thing, the only sparkling water I'll drink. Cause there's some sparkling waters that I'll have and I'm just like, ah. Uh, yeah. I guess I got kind of used to the Costco ones that have the flavor, you know, rather than the ones that don't have any flavor. But 
Yeah, I've, I've tried. Bad. I tried different brands because uh, at work there's different brands right in the fridge. Uh-huh. And I, I found this one. This one's one of my favorites. And then also the, you know, I want the fancy ass name. I forgot what it's fucking. I hate trying to pronounce it because I always mess it up. It's like La something, La Croche or something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I buy that shit too. Uh, I bought some for my wife because she sometimes has stomach problems, uh-huh. and she likes you know makes her burp and makes her like yeah her stomach better. Um, I I found that the uh, yellow ones or the the green ones taste like Seven Up, so she loves those. Um, and then my kids started drinking these. I'm like hell no, these are mine, dude. You fucking <laughs> fuck off. Go drink That's some water. Awesome. Yeah, but. You know, it's it's a good alternative, way better than soda. Oh, 100%. I think I stopped drinking soda the one day when I was with, um, we went to a party, uh, shout out to Anna. We went to her house, and me and my wife were just sitting there, and we were just bored, and I was just like, looking at, I had a Red Bull, and she had a, a soda, and we were arguing of which one had more sugar. I'm like, definitely mine has more sugar. She's like, no, my, my Pepsi has more sugar. I'm like, there's no way. And so I looked, and this can has more sugar than this can. That's insane. I was like, what the... F-? And I look, I'm like, yeah, total grams, 40. Total grams of sugar, 27. I'm like, what the hell? I've been drinking this like, well, it's nothing. You know what I mean? But if I go to Red Bull, oh, hey, it's dangerous. Nah, like, too much sugar. No. Holy crap. It totally changed my perspective of everything. So now, if I do drink this, it's because um, I worked that night. Like you, like I, I just got off of work and I have a guest coming over. I better get hyped up. Right. Other than that, I don't touch these anymore. Don't nah, touch soda at all. I've, Holy shit. I've, uh, my whole family, you know, just, hey, stay away from dark soda. Yeah. Any type of dark soda. The only dark soda that I'll drink is Dr. Pepper. I love yeah. Dr. Pepper. I, you know, but mm. it's not something I'll drink every day religiously, but yeah. every now and then I'll have a Dr. Pepper. But other than that, dark soda, stay away from it because the amount of sugar it has is just, I mean, in any soda, I guess, you know, but it's just, it's insane. It's yeah. insane how much sugar. I mean, to be fair, this is a 12. And this is an 8.5, but still. I mean, it's like half of it. Right. Or even, actually, this is 27, this is 40. But still, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, it's so much sugar. And, you know, I'm not looking at all everything. And this one might have more, oh, this one has more sodium. But, like, it's just the sugar part was, like, something mind. that blew my mind. And I think, thank God I learned it now. But I wish I was, like, your age where I was, like, okay, I should definitely not. That just changed it. I think that was like a year ago. I've not touched the soda since. Like she That's still good. does. The kids still do a little bit, but I like monitor it. But she right. still does. But not me. Now I'm done. <laughs> awesome. I can't handle That's that good. shit. Yeah. No, yeah. That's good. It's amazing. I was just like baffled. Like there's no way. Holy shit. That's crazy, dude. But yeah. So I don't even drink that shit and try to stay away from like fast food. But you know, it always comes back. And, right. But yeah, I gotta, I gotta slow it down. Definitely now with my age, it's just like it's not gonna work. <clears throat> but anyway, what what what's your shift right now? Like ten to six thirty or uh, eleven to seven thirty? Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I'm, it's not too bad. I yeah. can't complain. But where's I mean, that at? Modesto. Oh, okay. So you're like halfway, halfway. Yeah, ain't too yeah. bad. Ah, uh, that's good then. Oh, it's like is it that Kaiser like in the middle of nowhere? Pretty much, but yeah, but they're expanding. Like, they dude, it's the craziest shit ever. Because out of nowhere, it was all just open field, mm-hmm. all open field. Yeah. Out of nowhere, they built an AMPM on the left side of Kaiser, directly in front of Kaiser. They built um, 
what is that, the 76? Okay. Uh, gas station? Yeah. Literally right next to the 76, they're building a Chevron. Damn. So out of nowhere, we had no gas stations, then we just had no, just boom, three gas stations. That's crazy. And I don't understand it because I'm just like, I get it, you want to have competition, but why would you want to be next to two competitive gas stations, you know? Like, I don't know, just me, it just, it made no made no sense to me. Like, there's a Starbucks now in front of Kaiser, which is amazing because everybody that's tired, it's 24-7. That's good. So, it's cool. Oh, it's a 24-7 one? 24-7. That's the thing, when I was like a kid, I'm like, why are the... Why are the Starbucks closed? It's a coffee shop. I, th- I thought they'd want to be open 24-7, but I guess not. Yeah. There's one in Manteca that's open 24-7. Yeah, no, the one in front of Kaiser was, um, they weren't, that when they first started, they weren't 24-7. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, they just started opening early and then earlier and earlier, and everybody just kept buying. So they were just like, fuck it, why not be open 24-7? Well, yeah, you li- I mean, you, yeah. you're right. Well, it's it's funny because, yeah, you're right next to a hospital yeah. where you assume, you know, like. That's 24. Yeah. For sure. Uh, you have any like any stories like not negative but like weird stories of uh, security? Dude, I have so many stories. Yeah, so many stories. Um, fuck, where to begin? You know. Um, I guess one of my very first nights as an officer there, mm-hmm. I was the exterior officer, so I drive around the little truck, pickup truck, and uh, it was so funny because when I first started, I was all by the book. All by the book. Yeah. They're like, hey, you can't have your phone out. You can't have this. You leave your phone in your lunch bag, blah, blah, blah. So I'd do it. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be outside away from everybody, away from everyone, and I wouldn't even have my phone because that's how scared I was. You know, I was going to get in trouble or whatever. Yeah. I was an 18-year-old kid, you know? And um, one of my first nights there, we had this homeless chick riding around on a bike. And I was like, hey, you know, like, what's up? Are you here to, are you here to be seen, you know? And um, she was like, no. I was like, so what are you doing here? She's like, I'm just riding my bike around. I was like, well, you can't. This is private property. You got to go. And she looked at me and she said, what are you going to do about it? I was like, you want me to do something about it? Like, like you're on a fucking bike. I'll hit you on my truck right now, you know? Like, I don't give a shit who's going to see it. There's no cameras out here. And um, it was funny because I saw her reach for it. You know those big gulps that you get from like 7-Eleven or whatever? She reached for it and she chucked it at me. But I, I was putting the window up in the truck because I knew she was going to throw it. Yeah. I, she, she wasn't going to reach it and drink it, you know, after we were talking shit to each other. And uh, my window was, like, already more than halfway up, so she threw it. Like, a little bit got on me, but not, it was all more on the truck. So I immediately called my soup. I was like, hey, dude, got this crazy homeless chick. She just threw her fucking drink at me. Like, what do I do? And he's like, just make sure she gets off property. Like, are you good? Like, did it get on you? He's like, no, I got on the window. Mm. Like, okay, you're good. Then just make sure she... So as I'm following her in the in the, in the the truck, she goes, um, no handlebars, and just starts flipping me off from behind. Just driving <laughs> off, flipping me off from behind. Oh. And I'm like, oh, this dumb bitch. I hope she stops <laughs> so I can hit her. And uh, that was one of my favorite stories because it just literally happened to one of my first nights there. Wow. That's that's a good way to start, huh? Yeah. That's good funny. way to break me in. It was funny. But there's so many stories, dude. Like, yeah. Just endless stories that I could just... I could really go on all day because it was something new every day. Something what about, new every day. You have any with Guapo? Oh, dude, so many with him, dude. <laughs> oh, so many, because, okay, let me tell you about Guapo for a minute. I know everybody knows who Guapo is, you know, Alan, blah, 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 mm. you know, the big guy. <laughs> but, um, so, when I first met Alan, it was, um, the, my first initial reaction was like, damn, you know, this is, I've seen some big guys in my life, and not even trying to, like, sound fucked up or anything, but, I've, you know, like, Guapo's just a big dude, you know, like, yeah. like, hey, what's up, you know, like. And um, when he first started, I was uh, I was what we call a dispatcher, you know, just answering all the calls, you know, radio traffic and everything. 
So it was cool. And then I became the shift supervisor, and he came onto my shift for graveyard. And um, I'd slowly start, you know, like, again, my job is my job. I'm here to work and then go home, you know, like. And then, but with Guap, dude, it was just different, man. Like, just right off the bat, we just had that, like, I don't know, that little connection, you know, like, not trying to sound, you know, <laughs> you know, any type of way, but he was just, he was just a cool dude, and, you know, the more I just hung out with him outside in the truck, because he, he took over the exterior position mm-hmm. when I went inside to be the soup, and uh, the more I hung out with him, the more I just got along with him, the more just BSing, the more it was just, you know, just that friendship started, you know, forming, and, um, uh, every time something happened, he was right there, you know, like, me, I'm a little guy. You know, people look at me and they're just going to think, oh, people look at me and they're just going to think, like, what's this guy going to do? You know, like, you know, and uh, it's funny because there's a lot of situations that I definitely handled, but there was a lot of situations that his presence being there, his intimidation, you know, looking at him like, oh, shit, I better calm down, you know, but um, me personally, I always just kind of wanted to handle it like on my own, but Having Guap there was a huge help, and we, me and him, we've had a lot of encounters, a lot of, you know, just situations, and it's funny because um, one of my favorite encounters with him was we were dealing with this person, and the dude was just being a big old douche. It was, you know, some, I don't know, teenager, right? Mm-hmm. He was just being a big old douche, wanted to use the restroom, just wanted to leave, and, you know, he couldn't leave, and made that crystal clear, like, dude, you can't leave, you know, just can't. And so I gave him a little urinal to pee in, to pee in your room. We'll, we'll close the blinds, take a piss in there. And he grabbed it and he chucked it at Alan, you know. And I don't, I don't know, it was just like, obviously the supervisor instinct, you know, got to protect my officers, but always, you know, also it was, it was my friend. You know, this, you're not just attacking, you know, just some random ass person. You're not just attacking some random ass officer. You're attacking my friend. I got up in the dude's face, shoved him to the ground, and we just fucking, we just you know, held the kid down, and it was what it was, you know, like, mm-hmm. as soon as the kid saw, like, oh, I fucked up, he's yelling for his mom, it was the funniest shit ever, <laughs> and then, mom, help me, your mom ain't here, mother-, you know, yeah, like, right? yeah. and, uh, you should have thought of that, you know, before you, you fucked up, dude, piss, yeah, so, yeah, that was one of my favorite moments, but I've had a lot with him, dude, yeah, that's good, a lot with him, he's just a cool dude, I like him, so how long have you, so you've known him since, what, you were 19, 20? Mm, 20 now 20 this is no uh 21 so i've known him for three years now this is good this is the third year that i've okay that we've been friends that's cool yeah man it's uh he definitely you know he definitely changed my life and it's crazy to say you know because it's like like i said he's a really good friend of mine right and um I got my boys, you know, the boys that I grew up with, I got, you know, I got nothing but love for them, but Alan's the type of friend that we just, we got that, like I said, that special friendship, you know, like, I consider him to be one of my best friends, you know, like, anytime I have a situation or anything I got going on, I know that I can go to him and I can count on him, you know, and it's cool to have a friend like that, because like I said, I got my boys that I can talk to, you know, mess around with that I've known since we were kids, but to just have that one best friend, it's like, it's just, it's just different, man, I don't know, and for him, he's, He's just that person to me, which is crazy to think because I've wanted him in three years, you know, like I got the boys that I grew up with. I've known 15, 17, 17 years, you know, like we were little kids, but it's just like with him, it's like, it's crazy because, you know, it's vice versa. He can tell me anything. I can tell him anything. And it's cool to have that. Yeah. You know, I, I know Fete gets a little jealous sometimes, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good. No, yeah, you definitely got to, you know, 
find out or find people like that because, you know, some people go, you know, throughout life not knowing that there's people out there that you could open up to and, like, be cool and, like, they're not going to say anything to anybody. It's just, like, you yeah. need to be open with somebody. But a lot of people don't like to open up and it's just, like, it eats at you, bro, if you do that and it's not good. Well, see, and that's the shitty part. You know, I feel like me working in a hospital where I'm dealing with people that don't open up. I'm dealing with, you know, this type of shit and it's, like, to have that person, like I said, you know, Guap is that person to me. You know, it's like he's my, you know, he's my best friend right now. Yeah. And uh, just to have that person, it's, it's crazy, bro. Because not like you said, not many people have that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm fortunate to be one of those people that do have that because it's a shitty feeling, you know, when you don't have anybody that you can talk to, you don't have anybody that you can express your feelings to, you know. Like, don't get me wrong, family's there. I love my family, and you know, I know they love me, and, and I can talk to them whenever I want. But it's just different, man. You know, having yeah. that one person. There's some stuff you kind of don't want to say yeah. to, to people, but yeah, it's it's awesome when you have somebody you could just go and fucking bullshit about anything, yeah. anything you have in your mind. It's like it's all good, it's all free. But <clears throat> no, let's. I wanted to ask you something, and it's and it's not being rude. I'm not trying to be rude or anything. But what was worse, the loss you guys just had? And I'm talking about the Niners. Your oh, loss you just shit. had recently, or the Super Bowl loss against the Chiefs? So or the Ravens. Fuck! Don't even talk about the Ravens, cause then I know Guap's gonna be like, "That was a good." He's gonna, game. He's gonna fucking listen to this and be like, "Oh, we fucking beat," cause he always says that. Cause I'm always giving him shit. Like, how many playoff games has Lamar won? And he just always goes back to that fucking Ravens Niners Super Bowl, yeah. right? But to me, honestly, I think the biggest heartbreak was the Super Bowl loss. Yeah, it, it had to have been. This, we were there. The Chiefs? We had a one. Yeah, against the Chiefs, we had a one. We shot ourselves in the foot. We didn't do shit. You know, the whole fourth quarter, and it's like. Don't get me wrong, this last playoff hurt me. Jimmy Garoppolo, I love the man. I'm always I'm always going to be a Jimmy believer. You know, I I love Jimmy Garoppolo. He got us he got me out of my dark days, you know, with the Niners, you know, like and not just me, but everybody else. He got us he gave us that feeling of hope again, you know. But after that last game against the Rams, it's like, bro, like what are you like you're a veteran quarterback and you're making these rookie mistakes, man, you know, like how? You can't you can't do that, you know, but Definitely, that Super Bowl loss is gonna hurt more. I've lived through two Niners Super Bowls, and we've lost both of them. We've lost both of them, so it's like, dude, I I gotta have my win, man. Before, you know, I gotta have my win. No, yeah, it's it, it I, yeah, it was tough. Um, it it just I saw signs of like Carson Wentz type of deal where like he just it's like just go down, dude, or just don't do what you do. Like stop trying to be a hero where like yeah. you have other chances. Don't fucking just. Because interception, it's over. It's, game's over. Like, if you go down, okay, you have another shot. But if you throw a stupid-ass thing, like, you just... Uh, yeah, Wentz did that so many times with the it, Eagles. It's, it's funny that you say that, you know, just go down. But if you look at that last play, and again, I'm not... I Like I said, I love Jimmy. I'm a huge Jimmy believer, and I'm not trying to justify his last throw or whatever. But if you look at the last play, the receiver that he threw it to, I forget his name. I forgot his name. I just want to forget that whole game in general. But it went straight through his hands. It literally tipped off of his hands and into the defensive back's arms. The- so I think if he just would have like batted it down or moved it out of the way instead of trying to catch it, it would have been, what, fourth down, right? Or was that fourth down already? I don't think it was fourth down. No, I think it was third down. It would have been fourth down already, so it just kind of like... Let me pull up the instant replay. But the thing is, I what I like to do, for some reason, I have this... I like I like to think of myself as having a keen eye for stuff. Uh-huh. Like I like to diagnose like those kind of plays like over and over and over. Right. And if I do recall, 
I do recall it being, it was way too high for him to catch. So he still went for it. And obviously he did full extension and it still tipped out of his hands and straight up to a basket of a defender. But um, the thing was, I see it every year now that I'm married to a uh, Raider fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I see it every year with, with fucking Derek Carr. The problem with him is that every time he sees something, he struggles or he sees pressure, he throws the fucking ball away every single time. And it's or a check down like that one where it's like a third down. And it's just, just move the chains. He throws a check down. It's like, what are you doing? It's third down. You guys aren't going to go fourth down. You're not going to go for it. I know right. you're not. Why are you doing a check down? It's just so annoying. It doesn't make sense to even run a play that has anybody be behind the, the first down mark. It makes no sense. Why even have that option? It's so weird. I don't know why the Raiders do it. I don't know why they constantly do it. They stopped doing it after John Gruden got fired um, or resigned. Um, and they started doing so good. They started. It's like yeah, because they started slinging the ball down the field. Yeah. And stopped doing fucking checkdowns. But they went back to it at the very end, and then they shot themselves in the foot. And it was just, ah, uh, it was horrible. But anyway, what I'm saying is, even that throwing that pass, it was still going to be a whatever a, a third or a fourth down. Uh, let me let me double check on that one. But still, it's just one of those plays where it's just like, either take the knee or throw it away. Well, it's funny that you say that because. Just don't fumble it either. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him to fumble. But it's funny that you say that um, Derek Carr overthrows because, dude, Jimmy Garoppolo is the king of overthrowing his receivers or underthrowing his receivers. It was, like I said, you oh, got to. did that all, all this year, huh? Yeah, you got, like I said, you got a veteran quarterback that's making these rookie mistakes. And it's like, it makes me excited for Trey Lance, our rookie, to come on. But it also just hurts me, man, because I, I love Jimmy, dude. I got his jersey. I'm, you know, I'm a, like I said, I'm a huge Jimmy fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, as as sad as it was for him, I just it's time for him to go, man. You know, I really hope he goes to a winning team. I really hope he goes to a good team, because that's my same exact thoughts or feelings towards um, Carson Wentz. I was like, you know what, do your thing, man. Um, I appreciate what you did for the Eagles. Uh, and he went to a very good uh, Colts team with a very good running back, but he didn't do much with it. No, he and really didn't. He got injured like twice, I think it was. So well, it was annoying. And it's funny that you mentioned Carson once because earlier today, uh, so I follow a whole bunch of Niners um, fan pages. You know, mm-hmm. a whole bunch. I all of my ESPN reports or whatever, all Niners stuff, right? Right. And um, I got a report saying, oh, the Colts could do a, a swap deal. Carson mm-hmm. Wentz for Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, Fuck no. 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 I do not want Wentz. I've I've never liked Wentz. I, you know, I know you 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 might hate me for this. I know Feta hates me because I always say I think he's overrated, bro. Hell overrated. I, I'm I, the only Eagle that was like against him the last season and even this season upcoming that was this season. Uh, they're like, oh man, we should have just kept him. I'm like, no. No, like stop. I I really like Jalen Hurts for you guys. Yeah. I really really like him. I think he's a damn good quarterback. He I just develop. Yeah, and he needs more help. You know, kind of like your guys' situation. Yeah, where your guy needs to develop as well, and he's a great running back, a uh, quarterback, just like our guy is. But the thing is, you gotta give him a chance. You gotta give him time to breathe. Yep. Especially those kind of talents talents out there. You know, it's just it's so annoying when people are just like, oh, dwell in the past, like. Carson Wentz had one good season, and now we're just, like, giving him 
opportunity every single year. It's like, dude. Yeah. No. Um, I really like our rookie Trey Lance. I think he's. Um, I think my favorite thing about him is just his pocket awareness. He knows when it starts to collapse, and he knows when to get you know get the fuck out of there right. when he's got to move. And the best part about him is he can run, man. You know. Oh yeah. I f- feel like as soon as after Jimmy tore his ACL back in what was it 2018 I think it was 27 2017 whenever he tore his ACL he was never the same didn't want to run anymore didn't you know like he just yeah. he was never the same and that's that's you know that's normal people after they tear their ACLs they have major injuries like that it's normal for them not to come back the same but I feel like he was just always scared to run again you know mm. that's why I'm kind of glad we have a runner because he reminds me a lot of Kaepernick Trey Lance, he the way he throws a ball is just a bullet throw, you know. Just yeah. the way he runs and everything, it just he reminds me a lot of Kaepernick. So I'm really hoping he can give us that uh, that comfort, you know. I'm hoping. <laughs> they uh, uh, sorry, I'm looking at the instant replay, but I don't see the down yet because they're just showing the the incomplete pass or interception. Um, but anyway, like you were saying about the quarterback situation. Uh, there was like two rumors, obviously, of um, either Aaron Rodgers going over there or uh, Tom Brady unretiring and going over there for one more year. Um, which one do you think is more possible? Tom Brady. Tom Brady one. Yep. Why is I that? think that one's way more possible, just because at this point Tom Brady don't care about the money. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers to me is greedy. Don't get me wrong; he's a good quarterback. I don't think he deserved to win MVP this year. I really did. Yeah, that was weird. I really did think that it should have gone to Tom Brady. Dude, look at the age that he has. Look at what he's accomplished. Look at what he's, you know, his touchdown, his yards. It was it was insane. For him to be that old and to have those type of numbers on year, what, 20, 21, I think it was, that he's been in the league, I think it's much more possible for Tom Brady to just be like, dude, you know what? If, I, if I'm the Niners right now, which is probably going to, you know, a lot of people who watch this – uh, that our Niners fans may call me stupid, but if I was a Niners right now and they asked me like, "What would you do?" I'd trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the Bucks for Tom Brady's, um, yeah, his, Tom uh, Brady's contract, contract and yeah, give me sure. give me a sixth round pick, fifth round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think, in my honest opinion, Jimmy Garoppolo is worth the first round pick. I think he's maybe worth the second, third round pick for sure. But if I can get Tom Brady's contract and a fifth round or sixth round pick for Jimmy, I'm doing it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Tom Brady's already said that he'd like to. He'd like to come to San Francisco or to Santa Clara. You know, he's from the area. Mm. Why not come and play in front of your family? You know, even if for one last season, you know. And it's not like the Niners are in rebuild. We have the weapons. We have the players that make this a Super Bowl caliber team. You know, if it, if Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't the quarterback, if we had any other quarterback in the league, we would have gone to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And definitely. in my honest opinion, we would have won it. Oh, yeah, against the Bengals, yeah. The Bengals are a damn good team. I love Joe Burrow and I love Jamar Chase. Those are two of my favorite players to watch right now. But the team that the Niners had, I just I didn't see anybody stopping them. Jimmy Garoppolo is the one that stopped us, not the Rams. Yeah. I mean, I love Aaron Donald, dude. So I was oh, happy 100%. that they won. Um, but either way, I mean, I was like, I just, I'm just want to watch a fun Super Bowl. But it was kind of boring. But then it got good. So, like, you know what? I, I enjoyed it. I didn't care who won. But I'm just glad that Aaron Donald got his ring. So let me ask you a question for a little twist. What do you think about the flags being thrown at the end of the game? There were no flags at all for the entire duration of the game until the last, like, what, two minutes? So I truly believe 
in this whole thing. It's not. I, I don't think it's conspiracy because I've been watching football for a long time now. Right. Um, but it's this thing where like, oh, we missed that call. I got you for the next one. Like it always happens. I've seen Eagles football where like we do some crazy ass like bullshit like play. I'm like, oh, that was a flag. That should have been a flag. I'm like, watch. Next time something barely something happens, it's gonna get we're gonna get flagged for it. And yeah, it happened every season, every season. Now doing it at the very end, doing it to Cooper Cup, I did see interference, but not a lot. But if you go back and you see the the, the the game, there was a lot of non-calls where I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That was like helmet to helmet. That was like oh, interference. 100%. 100%. Like, worst stuff that happened that wasn't called, and then they throw a flag. Yeah, I get it. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm like, well, it kind of evened out, honestly, in my opinion, because I like to see football games. And I know sometimes I do be like, oh, man, that should have been called because it's my team. But then I'm like, you know, not really. But... I do see those flags like that's why I hate watching football with like the the super passionate ones where they're hella blind where they're like nope that was a flag or nope that should have been called and I look I'm like dude you can't you, you see them holding the jersey you see them holding the undershirt right. that's holding like I don't care what you say uh, but honestly there's holding in every game I mean every every play every snap there's hold so it's an option of you throwing it or not but that's how you're going to dictate the game. And I get it that there was no flags thrown throughout the whole game and there was aggressive ass fouls and they're not being called until the very end. That is kind of suspicious. But also it's like, you know, it's just like you had all three quarters and now we're throwing flags. But like you got to that point, you got the certain points you already got. So it's just like, don't fucking make that the excuse that that's why you lost. That I hate that on every single fan. I used to do that all the time where I'm like, well, if they, that didn't get called, that would have been six points. It's like, yeah, but don't you think the other team would have tried to recover those six points? Like, right. their gameplay would have changed either way. Right. Like, you can't just base it off like, oh, you missed those three points. It's going to come back and bite you because uh, because of that flag. It's like, no, the other team would have been like, okay, now we're down three points. Now we got to do it this way. It's just, it's it doesn't make sense. It, that's not how the future or anything works like that. Yeah. But I get it. Fans are fans and... You know, nobody thinks the same way. And sometimes they're just like hella blind where it's like, no, that was a flag or, oh, we lost because we missed that field goal or that field goal was like something stupid. Honestly, I get it in regular season games. You know, those games are important. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like in a game as big as the Super Bowl, Mm. the biggest game of the year, I feel like they should have some sort of like. So in, in soccer, they have what's called VAR. And it's like a video video referee, pretty much. So it's like, hey, if the referee missed this call, they're up, they're watching it, doing the replays and everything. And they'll tell him over like the little headpiece, like, hey, you missed this call, like, come check it out. And so he'll stop the game, he'll he'll, he'll you know do a little box to go check out the what's called the VAR, and he'll go and look at the, the audio or the the replay. And uh, if something's there, then he'll call the foul. He'll call this, he'll call that. But if nothing's there, he'll just resume play. Like, hey, throw it in or whatever. Start it from, from where you were at. And uh, I feel like in games as big as the Super Bowl, or even, you know, like, well, I guess baseball doesn't really care. But as big as the Super Bowl, I feel like we should have some sort of VAR. We should have some sort of video referee. Like, you're telling me that you're paying these players this amount of money. You know, you're putting their future, their, you know, like, Aaron Donald, he said it. If I win the ring, I might consider retirement. Aaron Dahl is one of the best defensive players in history. But without that ring, 
he felt like himself wasn't good enough, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I'm glad he won the ring. I'm a huge Aaron Donald fan, and I'm a huge Odell Beckham fan, so I'm glad they won the rings. I don't like the Rams, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, I feel like in games that big, they should have some sort of video referee where it's like, hey, is this really a pass interference? Is this really a holding call, you know, like, that touchdown to start off the second half where he face masked Jalen Ramsey, threw him to the ground, that shouldn't have been a touchdown. Just being truthful, it shouldn't have been a touchdown. Yeah. And uh, I feel oh, that like, was horrible. I feel like if they would have called that, it you know obviously they would have taken the six points off. But I feel like in games this big, they should have some sort of replay like that because it's it just it don't make sense to me. You're you're getting this much amount of money. You're paying this much amount of money. It's like you know you want to call the fairest game possible, and what's you know a little more. I get it. Sounds like a lot, thousand bucks. You know, a thousand, couple thousand dollars. But what's that to them? How- it, and also that it just sucks too because like. If you win that game, even though you got cheated out to like some plays or some touchdowns, like everybody's just gonna forget it. Yeah. Like, if they would have lost that game, they would have definitely been like, dude, what the fuck, man? Yeah. That was so that was a face mask up the ass, dude. That was crazy. Well it was just like, you know, I hate to throw it back to that Niner game. That Niner game where it was like third and eighteen, third and twenty against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And uh, Patrick Mahomes threw a ball down to Tyreek Hill because our fucking safety or cornerback got burnt. Of course he did. Um, they were holding Nick Bosa on that third and like 20 or third and 18. And it was never called. But you go back, rewatch the game, and it's like it's obvious. He was getting yeah. held the entire game. And it's like, again, not just because it's my team, but I feel like in games this big that are going to decide, you know, like the fate of someone you got to have some sort of, you know, some sort of replayer. Because I remember, you remember that Rams and Saints game, the, was it, was it the NFC Championship game or was it the wild card game where it was a full-on pass interference, threw them to the ground, the Rams caught the touchdown, and they scored, and that's how the Saints lost. Do you remember that game? Yeah, or no? yeah, yeah. How do you not replay that? How do you not, like, say, hey, dude, you know, how, how, do, we, how do we blow this? I feel like they just got to have some sort of, you know, video repetition, referee or something. Someone watching just be like, Take two minutes out of the game to call. You you challenge a play. They're sitting there for ten minutes watching the replay. Why can't you just do that? Stop the game. Like, hey, I want to check this out again. Let me make sure I got the call right to not fuck up the game. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That that's just my unpopular opinion, I guess. But yeah, it's a, it's it's weird. It's it's hard to tell sometimes. Like there was this one play last season. It was just like even the commentators, the the other guy that's like always in the booth or like the call that was an official back in the day. We're like, yeah, that that wasn't a catch, and then like it comes back, and it's like, oh, it was a catch, and then they're like, what the hell? Like, how do you yeah. base it off of that? It touched the ground. There's some catches that happened this year where it bounced off the ground, and they still called it a catch because he had it for a while, and then he fell. He didn't have it for a while. He, like he was holding it while he was going down, and it bounced, and he still caught it. Lost like, possession. It touched yeah. the ground, dude. Anything that touches the ground is a dead ball. Like it makes uh, whatever. That's yeah. how I thought for years. But if they're gonna change it now, it's oh, whatever. Anyway. Did you play fantasy football? Yeah. Do you play with Guapo or any yeah, other? With yeah. Guapo. Did you win? No, I lost. Uh, it's funny because I was listening to Fetus, Tears and Fetus podcast, oh, that's right, yeah. and him saying how he was the best on paper. He had the best team, so he didn't have it. The best it's team. funny that he, that he said that because my draft when I drafted, mm-hmm. I, my my grade that they gave me was legit an A plus. Okay. On paper, my team was the best team drafted out of the whole draft. It just it wasn't my weeks, dude. It yeah. wasn't my weeks. If I, I don't know if it still pops up, but my it, sh- it shits. Uh, what is it? ESPN or yeah, y- the ESPN one. Yeah, 
Oh, I have the Yahoo one, and it, I can still see my team. Okay, from let me last see. Year. Let me see if I can still if I can still see my team right now. I will tell you. It's uh, yeah. I mean, mine. Like I said before, like all my team was all traded. Like I, I don't have any originals except Tyreek Hill. Everybody else, I like traded away, and it was like the best trades. I got all the best trades. <clears throat> so my team, I had Josh Allen as my quarterback. I had Najee Harris, Josh, oh, nice. Josh Jacobs, Keenan uh, Allen. Brandon Cooks, Travis Kelsey, um, and then I, uh, once Christian McCaffrey went out, I picked up Chubba Hubbard. Yeah. And I had the uh, the Seahawks defense. That wasn't my, like, defenses I really don't care about. Yeah, I, I just switch them. them out. Yeah, yeah. And then my kicker was Justin, Justin Tucker. Oh, nice. So on paper, I had the best team, but week by week, it was just terrible, man. Yeah, Josh Allen didn't really pick up the slack until later. Until later. Yeah, and then Najee Harris, he he did me wonders. He was by far my MVP. Brandon Cooks started off hot, but once his quarterback went out, yeah, he just his numbers died down. And then Keenan Allen was so inconsistent with him and Mike Williams battling for that number one spot. And then I, I had um, Herbert as my backup quarterback to Josh Allen, and then I traded him away for oh, who was it? Because I had Josh Allen, I was like, dude, no way that. Yeah. Josh Allen's gonna, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and then um, oh, here it is. No, yeah, I uh, Travis Kelsey was, you know, obviously my number one. Do you, uh, did you guys play keepers or no? No, no, no. Okay, we just started playing keepers. This we're gonna start next year, so we kept our guys. So uh, I think Fete. Oh, you, I think he said it. Yeah, he kept uh, Alvin Kamara and um, the criminal, and uh, what's his name from the Packers. Yeah, uh, the running back, right? Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah, I kept Tyreek Hill and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, those are two yeah. great ones. Fetha's yeah. over here. Does he even I traded play those guys. Does well, he even play fantasy? He acts like, I mean, it looks like he don't, but yeah, I, I got a solid 8-6 and six record. It was good. I After some trades, I, like, because my draft is crazy, dude. Like, like I said, all my guys, like I drafted Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Keenan Allen. Cooper Cup in the fucking sixth round, and I traded him immediately, which was like my mo- one number one regret. Fuck. Traded Aaron Rodgers, traded Damian Harris, Devontae Smith, Chase Edmonds, Juju. That was a good, almost every single, and Tra- Tra- Trevor Lawrence, I just dropped him. I had Mike Williams. So I had Mike Williams and Keenan Allen at one point, but I traded them. DJ Chark, that guy was a disappointment as fuck. Uh, Mason Crosby. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I traded everybody. The only guy I kept was Tyreek Hill, and I I got a winning record. Cause if I would have kept all those guys, I would have been done shit. But yeah, you, you want to know the uh, <laughs> our final? Yeah. In uh, fantasy football was Allen and our friend uh, our friend Mark. The one he that won an in inch. He won by points, right? By like he won, one or two. Or he won point. by one point in the final. Yeah, Bro, I, check out that score. Yeah, uh, yeah, he um he put it on Snapchat. And I was like, oh my god, that's Bro, so I was much. on. We were on Facetime that last game where he needed a win or he needed like, who was it? Who was it? Oh my and god, Dalvin Cook with four points. Oh, who was it? I think it was the running back for the um. Who did he have the the Redskins running back? Was he on there or the what are the Commanders now? Oh god. <laughs> A lot of McLaughlin or what was his name? Lachlan? Yeah, but but what team had him? Uh, Allen. 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 Allen had Cook, Chubb, um, and Dave, uh, Harris from the New England Patriots. 
No, I think it was a receiver then. He has Cooper Cup, C.D. Lamb, uh, Andrews for tight end, and that's it. Who was his flex? Harris. Harris? Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he, back he had one running back that needed to get a catch or needed to do something, even a yard, dude, and he would have won. And it was it was the funniest shit ever because I was on FaceTime the entire time with him during the game <laughs> just for this. Yeah. And uh, his running back or whatever it was. Um, oh, you know what? I want to say that it was this guy, Harris, Damian Harris. I played him too. Uh, he Jacksonville. To, I think he needed to get like one last catch. Or it was something. One of these running backs needed to get one last. Oh no, it was Nick Chubb. It was Nick Chubb. I'm sorry. It was yeah. Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb didn't do shit. It was Nick Chubb against Pittsburgh because I think that was like the Monday night or Sunday night game. Yeah. And uh, he needed one catch, and they had him in. They threw the ball to him. He went to catch it and dropped it. Uh. He dropped the catch, and I remember I was like, "Bro, Allen, he just dropped it, uh, dude." Allen knew it was done. He knew yeah. it was done. It was the funniest shit ever because he was just, you know. He was on suicide watch for a minute, dude. I was on, dude. For my game, it was a uh, the one two the uh, main cheese the main finals. I was looking good, man. I was up a lot of points, and for some reason, he decided out of left field. He dropped one of his quarterbacks, which is really sus. I don't know how the fuck he knew. He dropped his quarterback and picked up Joe Burrow, Burrow, and that was when he played um, Baltimore Ravens, dude. The boy, cause. Our league is different. Our point system. He dropped 86 points. Nobody's ever gotten close to 80. We gave him so much shit. We're like, is he going to play Joe really against me in the championship game? Sweet. I won. I'm going to the finals. Bro didn't stop producing points. I'm like, dude, it's the fourth quarter. He already had like 70 points. I'm like, fucking stop. Right then and there, I could win. Just stop. Nope. He fucking went ape shit and got 86 points in our league. And I was done. I was like, I hate Joe. Like, that's why. I, maybe that's why I hated him in Super Bowl. Well, it was funny that you said that because Alan had asked me the week prior, I think it was. Watch, let me go to the week prior. Um, he had asked me and he had told me, he was like, hey, should I start Joe Burrow or should I start, I think it was the backup to um, Lamar. It was week 16 when he went ape shit. Yeah, well, he, yeah. Went, well, he went ape shit both weeks. After that? He went, he went ape shit the week prior to that. I think because Alan had... Joe Burrow started. Yeah. Um, for the la- his last two games, the championship, the 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 championship, and then the like the NFC championship, or whatever the Super Bowl and the NFC championship game. Yeah. And Joe Burrow on his NFC championship game, right? I'm just throwing that out there. Joe Burrow produ- produced for him in our league, thirty-eight point one points. So he had five hundred and twenty-five yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, that's the one we popped eighty-six. Oh, well, that's the one, and yeah, then in, and then in hit the final for Allen. Joe Burrow, 446 yards and four touchdowns. So he had asked me, he was like, should I keep Joe Burrow or should I bench him? I was like, bro, honestly, like, I'm not about to tell you this just so you can go out and lose. But look at Joe Burrow, man, the numbers he's producing. He's fucking hot, bro. Why on earth would you want to bench that? You know, because the last game was against Kansas City, I think it was. Yeah, I I wouldn't play him. And I I was like, you can't. If he's that hot, you can't stop, dude. You, You really can't. And, um... He took a risk and played him. He took a risk and played him. And I mean, it paid off. Came one point it paid short. off, but, yeah. you know, like, he fucking, he lost my one point. Yeah, that's. <laughs> championship game, right? Yeah, championship that, game. Yeah, I don't know how you swallow that one, dude. <laughs> oh, man, that's tough. Oh, I was being, laughing. Being the commission, I was like, you know what? And it's an eight man league. I, like I said, I was eight and six. So I was like, ran right the middle of the whole, the whole pack. Uh-huh. So it was fun. 
Um, but yeah, we're definitely doing keepers next year, so it's going to be fun. We're going to do the draft outside. We're going to have a board. I've, we, yeah, I've never I, done it. I before. remember listening to you guys on the pod, or yeah. listening on the podcast. You guys want to do that? So I've never done that before. It's fun. And the funny thing is, like all of these, some of them are like they suck. Like they're really bad um, owners. Like they get uh. pissed off at stuff, and then you know they kind of like try to scare me with like being like oh i'm gonna leave next year it's like dude leave i have honestly like i'm not even trying to brag i have like three guys ready to come to the league well it's funny that you say that because i feel like everybody wants to play fantasy but they want to go to a league that they know it's a good league you know and i feel like every every year someone's always saying like oh i'm just gonna leave and then leave leave, you don't want to be in it leave i got more people that want to join you know so it's funny that you say that because there's a lot of people that do that Right. Ironically enough, too, I didn't want to be in the league a couple of years ago before I was commissioned. Uh-huh. I didn't want to play, but my my wife still wanted to play. It's mostly family and friends, right? So like, uh, I wasn't gonna play until like the fucking the day before. I was like, you know what? I want to get in. Like, it just it got me excited seeing her getting prepped up and shit. And I was like, I have a little bit of intel. I know what to get, what to grab. And yeah, and obviously I haven't won it yet. It sucks, but it's been like three years in the same league that we've done. I just bought that belt uh, this year, but obviously the winner um, is not gonna be in our league. Uh-huh. So I have we have a big trophy too. It's in the house. Um, so we're just gonna have to wait until next year to hand out the trophy and the belt. But for now, it's just gonna stay here until further notice. But yeah, I'm excited to do a outside ton of draft. Like I've never even been in one. Like. It's kind of, I feel like it could take, you could take advantage if you know what you're doing because there's no computer to tell you what's hot and what's not. Right. Like, what's next? Yeah, what's this? What's no that? No auto drafting. Yeah. No, like, either, like, oh, I don't even know my football. Like, I'll just get the, the very top guy. It's going to suck for some of that are, like, not that good, but because like, I have a lot of them that are just Niner fans and they're all family and, like, they think they know football, so we're going to see right then You're and there. You're going to take advantage. If they know, yeah, if they <laughs> actually know their football. Because all they're going to have is a piece of paper and a bunch of names everywhere. So good luck. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited to do it. And um, it should be fun. Beer, food, we'll see what we do. But yeah. Dude, Honestly, like anytime you get to hang out with like family and friends, like yeah, it's always going to be a good time. And, you know, drafting for fantasy, that's awesome. Cause, uh, it's fun. My one of my cousins does that with like his father in law. Mm-hmm. They all get together and draft and stuff, and it's cool, dude. It looks dope. I mean, one day I, you know, I might want to do that, but you know, it's cool. Like you said, I feel like doing it in person is a lot harder though, because if you don't know your football, dude, you're screwed. Yeah, you know that. That's just that's just it. You're screwed. So it's like, if you know football, you're good. That's why it's a lot easier doing it on the app. Yeah, way easier. Because also, I mean, I'm gonna draw my list. I'm gonna have my. But- like probably one of these uh-huh. just draw all the names i want first like i want this guy first so then when i see him i'll oh, scratch him off scratch him off because it's it's gonna be all manual right. no no computers so it's gonna yeah you're gonna definitely see maybe people just draft a shitload of of, of wide receivers and forget about the running backs or their tight end but <clears throat> in our league it's less professional it's more having fun like we got rid of the tight end spot last year because there's only like three actual tight ends that are like fucking powerhouses so it sucks you know when you go against somebody who has travis travis kelsey and you have like a second string uh running uh tight end it's like okay well that section i'm already fucked and the way we did it we're like do we all agree because like you honestly 
those tight ends you could play as flex, dude, because they're just so good, which is Kelsey and, I mean, was Waller, and then he just took a yeah. shot. Yeah. Um, Mark Andrews, George Kittle. Kittle. Yeah, so it's like those, they're like, are you guys comfortable just taking off the tight end spot and making another flex? They're like, yeah, we're good. If, if you know, I draft one of those tight ends, like, I'm awesome. Like, I'll, I'll put them on the flex. I don't care. Um, so everybody was good with that. And then our point system's really weird, but it's like, it's it's enjoyable. As you could tell, like, it's so much points. Right. Um, but then one of my guys, like, when he lost, he, like, said, like, there was a flaw. And he was just, like, complaining about it. I'm like, dude, we've been playing with the same rules for two years straight. Like, now you're complaining <laughs> about it? He's like, oh, I just found out that there's a flaw. I'm like, well, then next year just draft. Because it's more of a running back um, suggested league where, like, you get more points if the running backs go in there and they catch the ball and they run, obviously. So, um, yeah, it's more points for running backs. Like, well, then draft a shitload of running backs. I don't give a shit. You'll still lose. You suck. Draft McCaffrey. <laughs> I so. My my cousin drafted McCaffrey. He got Poor injured. I traded him. him. Dude, almost at the very end. Oh, when he came back. Right before he was going to come back, I traded him Tyreek Hill and somebody else. Oh, Huba Chub- Chubber. Chubba Hubbard. And then for his McCaffrey, I'm like, you know what? I'll retain him, and I'll use him as a keeper next year. So we did trade. And then he heard that he was going to come back this season. And he's like, oh, I want him back. He gave me all this rant about him like you know what you're lucky i'm the commish let's do it i'll I'll take tyreek back then he comes back he gets injured again and then he gets i'm like that's what you get bitch karma's a bitch bro now i'm (laughs) keeping tyreek hill and i get chuba as as a as security right as as warranty pretty much so i was like yeah good that is crazy that's awesome yeah that worked out for you sports suck dude so if you guys don't have any sports good, just stay away from yeah, sports. Yeah, stay away from sports, man. It's, There's nothing but heartbreaks, to be honest with you. Hell yeah, dude. You can't trust anybody. <laughs> I remember when the Niners lost. I was on suicide watch for like a week. <laughs> Which one? The Rams. This last oh, okay. one. Alan kept calling me. Bro, you okay? Bro, I'm fine. Leave me the fuck alone, dude. Right. <laughs> I need time to process this. I was just, dude, I was so mad. Because that was the day of uh, my sister's gender reveal. And I remember I had my Jimmy Garoppolo jersey on, and as soon as he threw that pick, fucking, I took it off, threw it in my room. I was like, "Fuck this!" And my dad, my dad loves pissing me off. So when it comes to sports, you know, like especially football and the Niners, like I'm very, very attached to them. I'm very, very attached to the sport itself, you know. And it's like he's always like, "Dude, like don't worry about it. It's just a game." Like, no, it's not just a fucking game, you know. Like, like we're supposed to win, you know. These are fucking professionals, and it's like. I remember as soon as the Niners lost, I took off my jersey and started walking away. He's like, you better not go cry. Like, Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> walked to my room, sat down, and fuck this. Yeah, that's uh, – I mean, <clears throat> I've gone full circle with, like, the Eagles Super Bowl against the Patriots. We threw a pick. We lost that game. That hurt a lot. And then a lot of playoff games where, like, we came short every single time. And then actually winning it against Tom Brady, it came full circle where, like, I'm not that hurt when we lose. Like, it does suck. I get mad. But then I'm like, at the end of the day, it's it is what it is, you know. You lose, you win. It's, it's not it's under it's not your control. So it's just like, it just sucks when like hella people just start talking hella shit. It's like, oh man, now you have to eat all those words. So I hardly even like to say shit when my team goes. I don't like to bet or do any of that talking because like, I'm like, let me just wait until the game's over. Well, I'll talk shit to Alan because he's a really <laughs> fan. I gotta talk shit yeah. to him. And Fet that sometimes I'll talk shit to him, but. The shit he says back, it's not even about sports, bro. He just he knows how to piss me off. Yeah. Going from your fucking podcast, you know, talking about my aunt. <laughs> and it's like, bro, like, 
Like he just says it. Like I don't even think he cares at this point anymore. He think no. he just says it just because he knows it. Like it bugs it me. Triggers it me. doesn't. It doesn't bug me to the point where I'm just like you know like. I just laugh because I know he'll never get my aunt, even if he tried, you know? <laughs> yeah, Fethi, like, come on, man. Not, you can't yeah, get everybody. Fethi's the type of guy that swears, swears he pulls the girls, but it's like, bro, like, it's, I know you don't pull anybody, you know? It's like, like those <laughs> homophobic guys that are like, uh, that are like, oh, you're gay? Okay, you're cool, dude, but you, you can't touch me. You can't. It's like, bro, nobody wants you. Like, you think you're hella attractive to gay guys? Like, they don't fucking want you, dude. That's all my brother is like, oh, man, you could be gay, but you got to stay away from me. It's like, dude, nobody wants you. Look, Have you seen yourself? Not even girls want you, bro. Why do you think men hey, want you? It was funny because uh, me and Alan were discussing the podcast with, yeah. with Fete in it. And um, he was telling me, he's like, oh, are you going to talk shit about Fete or mimic him? Because, you know, he mimicked you oh, in the yeah. podcast. <laughs> And I was like, honestly, probably not, bro. But I might, I might talk some shit about him. And he's, like, oh, what are you gonna say? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'll just think of something right now, you know? Like, yeah. I, I really don't know. And he was like, Alan was like, talk about how he always smells like shit. And I was like, dude, you know what? <laughs> That's good. And I might just say, you know, like. And uh, it was funny because we were talking, and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm, I think I might just say how, you know, no one wants fat there. He swears he can pull all the girls. You know, he just he smells like shit. You know, <laughs> he smells like shit so bad that you know even his dog ran away for a week. You know. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Alan was like, bro, you got to say that. So, you know, <laughs> fuck you, Fete. You know, I don't even like you, dude. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, you're definitely going to replace him. I, I know like, I Dude, am. you got to replace that guy. You always have a spot over here, Fete, to, uh, I don't know, clean my shoes or something. Yeah. Not to be on here, but. Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you could be on the side. Just don't <laughs> be on the camera or anything like, close to us. Uh, nah, but all jokes aside, dude, I, I, I really like Fete. I think yeah, he's, he's a cool. good guy. Uh, shout out to Alan for introducing me to him because like i said when i met alan it was just i just it was alan to me you know but yeah. then meeting all of alan's friends and you know just kind of like because we always played cod you know i, I like right. playing cod and uh that's how i met fete and it's like they had i guess they had this giant cod chat and everything i was like bro i don't know any of these fucking people you know like why are you why are you putting me in chess i don't know like i'll talk to you like you want to tell me to get on i'll get on but i slowly like started getting into his circle and alan started introducing me as you know his short friend who looks like him <laughs> and uh as his son it's funny because at the hospital every time we'd walk around you know we'd go eat breakfast or you know just i don't know walk around and shit yeah uh he'd introduce me as his son oh and goodness. bro people would actually fucking believe it i'm like yo am i this fucking ugly like <laughs> like straight up dude like i could tell you know the glasses the chubby face you right. know and it's like do i really look like this motherfucker though you know and it's like and it's funny because people are like, well, how old are you? It's like, oh, he's 27. Oh, I'm 20, you know, 23. It's like, well, it doesn't add up. Like, no shit, it doesn't add up. You know, <laughs> like, what? And um, that's how I met, you know, Fete, you know, like, right. jokes aside, you know, Fete's a, he's a cool person. And he's a hell of funny when he's drunk. And he's hell of funny when he's like, when he's in the zone, when it comes to gaming, it's like, because me and him, we still play Warzone together. You know, right. we still, like, I, like he had said in the podcast, we talk on a daily basis on the phone or on FaceTime or something, you know. And it's cool to have that type of person. And uh, he's, he's just he's my go-to gaming buddy. You know, he'll call me like, hey, you want to game it? Like, I'm down. Sometimes this motherfucker will call me like 7 in the morning. Hey, you up? Like, no, bitch, I'm not up. Like, I'm sleeping, <laughs> dude. Like, it's my day off. He's like, oh, well, I'm up. You want to play? Like, I'll play like in an hour. Like, let me let me chill. And he's like, yeah. no, nah, get on now. And I was like, all right, fuck it. So I'll get on now. Uh, and, um, yeah, no, that's how we met through Call of Duty and just kind of started that friendship. And he's always been cool. Like, at first I was like, like damn like i don't know this guy like who the fuck is this guy you know and then once i finally met him when i did the first episode of the podcast with them like like oh shit this is a famous fet that this is alan's you know like best friend since they were in diapers you know so it was yeah. cool it was cool to meet him and he's he's a cool guy just 
I did not expect him to be so ugly, you know? Like Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's something you need to just picture Lamar Jackson but like retired and uh gone in a car crash. Yeah, and fucking gain car crash full of shit. And gain like three hundred pounds, you right. know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and thinks he could tag all the poon he can. But, oh, yeah. we'll put we'll put we'll put a poll out there and be like you know who's more attractive we'll put Lamar Jackson then we'll put put this face on there and then we'll we'll see what the girls say God don't do that to the girls <laughs> yeah um, but anyway thanks for thanks for coming in man we'll just wrap it up here okay. and uh, I mean I know I could talk a lot more like we haven't even talked about video games but I need to go do stuff I need to go pee and so <laughs> we'll wrap it up here thanks for coming in man absolutely man you definitely is... have to come back and hell yeah this is awesome dude bring one of your posses probably uh guapo since yeah he's desperate have... to be in this goddamn yeah. podcast <laughs> that you have to facetime twice and two two consecutive podcasts Nah, it was funny because he told me he was like, "Make sure you defend Fat Man and Throbbing with your life." I was like, "Dude, I'm a part of it now, man. I have to." Right, and right. He was like, "Well, what are you gonna say? Are you gonna talk shit to him?" And I'm like, "Well, that's your guys' beef, you know. Like, yeah. I can't talk shit. Like, I just started, you know. Like, like let him talk some more shit now that I'm officially on the podcast, and then <laughs> we'll go from there." And he's like, "But you gotta defend." I was like, "Bitch, I'm gonna defend. Like, you're just <laughs> talking shit. Like, like yeah, dude, I got you. I'll, you know, I'll defend it. You know, but yeah, yeah it was funny, dude. No, nah, it's like it's like beating a." a little ch- child i can't do that anymore it's, it's just it's too too easy too easy i already did enough roasting in the in the episode i haven't even listened to the whole thing the one that was over there but when i was listening i was like oh yeah oh yeah you got him but he did get me on the dog one when he talked about my dogs running away he's like yeah because your your podcast i was like oh you got that me. was yeah yeah you got me that was fun now i was like ah, i'm not gonna retaliate on that one you're good <laughs> should have brung up his his dog leaving too but we talked about that but anyway, thanks for coming in, man. Uh, I've been asking everybody, if you could give uh, people out there a piece of advice, what, what would it be? Um, I think my biggest thing in life is just always staying positive no matter what. So I think my biggest piece of advice to anybody, you know, to the young viewers, to even the old viewers, just always think positive. Um, yeah, there may be some negative shit that happens in life, but at the end of the day, you're alive, you're healthy, you know, you're living under a roof, you're 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 just alive and healthy, man. That at the end of the day, that's that's just it, you know. My my thing in life is always be positive. Like I've been through some shit, I've seen some shit, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, it could be a lot worse. Um there's some people that don't have the uh you know, what's the riches that we have? And um, at the end of the day, you know, we want more, you know, because even me sometimes, you know, I see rich people. I'm like, damn, I wish I had this. But I can't think like that. You know, I just got to be thankful for what I have. I just got to be thankful, you know, for what I'm doing, you know, just just thankful for life, man, because at the end of the day, some people don't get that. It just gets cut short for some people that don't deserve it, you know. So my thing is just stay positive. Always have that that positive mentality and always smile, dude, no matter what. Um I'm a huge smiler, you know, I got a huge smile and it's just, I feel like if I'm smiling, it can be contagious, you know, you could be having a shitty day and seeing me smile can just, you know, like, oh, you know, like, what's, like, what's so good, you know, why are you smiling? And it's just like, it's, we're healthy, man. It's just another day of life, you know, just be thankful, thankful you got it because not a lot of people have the riches that we have, you know, so I think that's just my thing, just staying positive, staying with a smile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, stay humble and stay yeah. humble. There you go. And uh, keep those socks dry, man. And yeah. uh, thanks for coming in, man. Absolutely.